This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. It's a big day for um, the Republic because we've gotten we've gotten our 17th, I guess officially our 15th GOP candidate. Yay! Uh, yay! yay. And just two more, just two more are expected to announce. That's it, though. That's it, except for, I think, uh, so the other two are John Kasich and uh, uh, Jim Gilmore. And those, t- I mean, who, <laughs> who is well, not clamoring for that The excitement uh, uh, surrounding those two announcements is only eclipsed by Carrot Top and his expected announcement. Oh, my, you're not saying that. I'm saying Carrot Top is thinking about getting in, and uh, all well, bets are off when that happens. Now's, now's the, time. the time. if he's going to Come on it. in. The water's fine. Yeah, jump in. Everybody's noticed the water is fine, so we'll see. Boy, no kidding. Uh, but here is uh, Scott Walker's official campaign video announcement, which I think uh, broke, what, early, like overnight even. Yeah. Uh, here it is. For too long, they've said we have to compromise our principles to yeah, win. They did. They said that. Scott Walker showed the path to victory yeah. is to run on our principles. Yeah. Conservative. Bold. Bold. Decisive. Decisive. He balanced budgets. Yep. Cut taxes. True. Beat the special interests. Yeah. yeah. Improved education. Mm. Created jobs. And showed how to fight and win. America needs new, fresh leadership big, bold ideas from outside of Washington actually get things done. Wisconsin, we didn't nibble around the edges. We enacted big, bold reforms and took power out of the hands of the big government special interests mm-hmm. gave it to the hardworking taxpayers. Those lives are better because of it. We fought and we won. In the Republican mm-hmm. field, there are some who are good fighters. They haven't won those battles. There are others who've won elections but haven't consistently taken on the big fights. Mm-hmm. You showed you can do both. Now I'm running for president to fight and win for the American people. Yeah. Without sacrificing our principles, we won three elections in four years. Now I'm running state. for president to show. So Did there it is. Leading. And I'm not nibbling now the edges. Now we need to do the nope. same thing for it's America. It's not too late. We can make our country great again. Yeah. Join our cause. And help us fight and win. For America. All right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Fired up, ready to go. Fired up, ready to go. Was Man. that the Obama thing? <laughs> fired up, ready to go. I'm fired up and I'm ready to ready go. Ready to go. Yeah. So uh, he's 47 years old. Yeah. What's starting to piss me off is I'm realizing how many of these guys I'm older than. I can't. That's never happened before. I don't think in my lifetime. Marco Rubio is younger. 
Ted Cruz, Scott Walker. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Bernie Sanders is. I think he's the only one older than me running for president right now. <laughs> Wish I could say that. Man, I'm like, yeah, I know you can't say that. But uh, anyway, he's a uh, he's kind of setting himself apart. Obviously, wore a T-shirt in much of this video, which shows him casually and. That seems to be a big deal, kind of Rand Paul's yeah, into that casual motif. Look, yeah, and he definitely uh, definitely sports the hat. Yes. Got to have the hat on. Well, that's a big deal for you, Jeffy, yeah, because of the bald spot in the back of his <laughs> head. I'm you. Notice. When people start seeing that. Yeah, they're not going to vote for him. Are you saying <laughs> he can't have a bald word. spot no. and be president? No. That's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. I like Scott. My guess We're is we could point to a lot of presidents who've had bald spots. While they were running? I think so. I think I so. Mean, in the new world, not since, you know, okay, George Washington had his powder wig. I got it. Taft. <laughs> well, Taft was bald and overweight. Right. <laughs> right. It's been a while since we've had an overweight president. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, well, I guess, you know, Clinton was a little bit tubby, but uh, eh, I don't know if you'd call him overweight. No, Bill was, um, Bill was just a lovable little teddy bear. Yeah. Uh, so it's, I don't know, it's interesting. He's logged three election vic victories, as he pointed out in the video, in, in the past four years. They, and they have come after him hard. That, oh, that's true. With the recall he, election? Yeah, he's got that behind him, that's for sure. Because he's taken on, he has taken on he, that fight. He absolutely won. has that going for him. He's a fighter. He uh, stands up to people. You talk about uh, all these people who are calling us this morning on the radio show and saying that they like Donald Trump because he stands up to people. You talk about somebody who stood I up. I know. Scott Walker has stood up like crazy. Yes, he has. But now the difference there is the people I think that the Donald Trump is that Donald said something and is getting attacked and didn't back off. And so how many times have we said, man, why did they apologize for that? It yeah. doesn't make any sense. Well, and Scott Walker stood up to the unions agreed. in Wisconsin and the incredibly powerful teachers union. And he stood up they attacked and him he stood hard. his ground and they, they attacked him really hard. He and his family. Yeah. Yes. They showed up at his house yes. with those protests and all that. Anyway, after his announcement, he's he's uh, heading on a campaign blitz with stops in Nevada, South Carolina, and New Hampshire. Cap off the trip with a three-day RV road trip through Iowa. In an October poll, 50% uh, said, 50% of people who were polled said Scott Walker, quote, cares about people like me, does not describe, oh, does not, does not describe, describe Walker. Wow. Compared to 46% who said it did. Why, why wow. would 50% say it doesn't apply to him? That's interesting. So 63% said Walker is able to get things done compared to 33% who said he couldn't. So he can get things done, right? but, they but he doesn't care like about them. the people like me. Mm -hmm. Weird. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, he can certainly get th things done. I mean, he's proven that. I, I don't know why that number is not higher. That should be 93%. <laughs> no kidding. Um, meanwhile, Ted Cruz, is uh, he, he had a pretty good week as far as first week sales for a you know, politician that's not Hillary Clinton. Um, <laughs> I think he sold like almost 12,000 copies of, of his book last week. Well, that's more than most of these guys in their entire run. So it's a decent showing. And uh, it was number three overall in the week. So it was the third, third best-selling book. Good for Ted. But the New York Times wouldn't uh, put it on their bestsellers list. <laughs> uh, why? Well, they said that the book 
Uh, how did they put this? Um, the campaign responded to the Times' latest statement claiming that they excluded Cruz's book because the overwhelming preponderance of evidence was that sales were limited to strategic bulk purchases. Oh, so they're saying that... that that, I guess his campaign he went out and or bought. someone bought yeah. bunches of them yeah. at different places around the country. Yeah, but Ted Cruz is saying that's a flat-out lie. That's an well, absolute lie. They have okay. no evidence, and if they have evidence, let's see it. Okay, but that's what Cruz is saying. Uh, okay, but so yeah, I, well, they're not going to put it on the bestseller list if they see any kind of you know underhanded. And I thought, according to uh, the person that uh, runs this joint, Glenn Beck, who's off because he's got. Mm -hmm. His throat issues. We were going to blow off the New York Times bestseller list stuff anyway. Yes. I mean, let's be yeah. done with them. Yeah, we should. I mean, they're, they're still... I mean, they pull this kind of crap all the yes, time. Yes, all, all the, the time. time. And they've done a few um, funny counting things against us, against this place all, for books. All many the time. times. That's why, uh, that's why I found this kind of interesting, because when they don't like somebody, that's what they it's do. Funny how, it's funny how... Oh, those numbers. We got those in, but that just didn't look right. So we're, we can't count those. Uh, Glenn has been not just number three, but he's uh, been number, number one, one. <laughs> on the New York Times bestseller list, and they kept him off it. <laughs> Why? Did they have a preponderance of evidence of sales? sales? No. <laughs> they just don't like him. And so they said, well, no, he sold him at a, at a store we don't count. I mean, there's got to be... And, and I, you know, I guess we, we have so many other things happening that it just doesn't happen. But there has to be a way to rank the books differently other than counting on. I mean, the New York Times is in place because it's just been there, right? It's been yeah. the New York Times bestseller list. It's been there forever, so it's this great thing. Mm -hmm. It's got to be another way. Well, the name of the list, correct me if I'm wrong, is Best Selling or Best Seller. <laughs> Right? If a book sells best <laughs> or in the top 20 or whatever it is they rank, shouldn't it be there? Yeah, it would seem so, but yeah. I, maybe I'm misunderstanding best selling. <laughs> <laughs> but that never worked with us. No, it, we, no it did not. Uh, sometimes they'd rank us where we belonged, and sometimes they'd just arbitrarily decide, man, not this time. No, yeah, we're we'll, not going we're to. Gonna, we'll rank you over here Yeah, in this little section. We'll put you in a subcategory. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's really underhanded. And it it's, sure is. It's, it's all political for the New York Times. Uh, everything they do is political. It's really amazing. For an outlet that's supposed to be, I don't know, journalists. taken as this, yeah, this great almighty thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Donald Trump was at the same... Uh, conference that Glenn went to over the weekend. Hello. He was at the Freedom Fest too. I don't know. We should uh, we should ask him, but I'll... but uh, it'd be interesting to see if they got together and talked because Glenn talked to uh, Marco Rubio, and apparently really liked him. Yeah, Marco's a nice guy. I mean, guy. I've talked to him on the phone. I don't ever met him personally. <clears throat> I don't think uh, I've ever met him personally, but I've talked to him several times. Uh, you know, in radio interviews and one-on-one yeah. -on -one setting up interviews and in interviews. He's a nice guy. Found him to be pleasant. Yeah. yeah. Glenn said, um, I've met a lot of politicians, a lot of really good frauds. He was one of the most normal, kind, and genuine people I've met. I'm not saying I agree with everything he said, but it was a private, off-the-record conversation. And not once did I feel like he was lying or pulling a focus group line. So, so that's, that's pretty good. good. Stuff. I, know, I, I don't know what to think. 
Last week, I've blocked Mitt Romney's name from my head. So last week when I was trying to think of the big party that uh, <laughs> Rubio went to for the weekend, he spent the weekend with Mitt Romney, mm -hmm. him and Chris Christie mm -hmm. with Mitt Romney. Uh, is Mitt like this big the kingmaker now? I mean, yes. He's, he's lost. For some reason. Two, twice. Yeah, he is. Because I guess he, because he was the nominee, so that's the one everybody goes to now to kiss the ring. It's kind of weird. Whatever. Yeah. I, I, I never would have guessed that with Mitt Romney being... The guy, the establishment, uh, the person the establishment, establishment goes to. He's definitely that. Um, meanwhile, Trump was at uh, also at the festival, and here's what he said: He encountered a uh, uh, somebody who didn't like what he has said in the past oh, no. about illegal immigration. Thank you, thank you, Mr. Trump. I'm Roberto Salinas. I'm actually from Mexico. I'm incredibly insulted by the remarks. I, I was waiting made. for this. Of course you were. Good. But, hey, I'm a friend of Freedom Fest. <laughs> I believe in freedom. I believe in the rule of law. I believe in property rights. My heart goes out to Mr. Jamil. Good. There are illegal immigrants that are horrible and terrible. There are also legal immigrants that are horrible and terrible. It's true. So it's a question about rule of law. I am going to ask a question. Ask a question, please. My question is: <laughs> Did the government of Mexico ask you to come up here oh, and make this? Of course, of course. Okay, go ahead. Ask your question. Ask your question. You were going to say that. Come on, you got a lot of people waiting. Would you build walls around all the states in the United States to prevent all of those rapists and killers that come from elsewhere in the United <laughs> States in order to avoid the problem? No, I'd build suggested. a wall. I would build a wall. What a dumb question. Between our country and Mexico. Because people come from all over the world. Trump, Let me just tell you, sir, do you, want to, do you want to hear the answer? And all of the people, because I encourage legal citizenship. I encourage it, and I would encourage it. And I would encourage Hispanics, and I would encourage people from all over. But what I don't encourage mm -hmm. is people coming into our country illegally. And I don't encourage where a government forces some people in that the government doesn't want. And these people reap havoc on our population. Thank you very much for your question. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Next Don, his answer should have been yes. Next question. Yeah. Hey, sit down. Should Shut up. Interesting uh, and, and stupid question. Uh, would, uh, you, would you build a wall between the states? Was that his question? Yes. Would you build a wall between each and every state? What are you talking about? No, the problem is they're in America. Okay, These are all American states we're talking about. So obviously you wouldn't build a wall between states. What kind of stupidity is that? What, just really weird. Um, meanwhile, uh, CNN continues to be very obsessed with Donald Trump, and they talk this about him incessantly. Uh, in, well, incessantly. Thank you. That's that is the word I was groping for. <laughs> uh, incessantly. One of my favorite words is groping, actually. Is it? But anyway, go ahead. Incessantly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here, here it is on CNN. They mention him. Couple times, once in a while, from a Donald Trump. Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump. 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 Our big story tonight is Donald Trump. 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 I think Donald Trump should just go on being Donald Trump. We're all having a Trump gasm. All right. We, wow. took you, we took you through that in a, in a faster fashion than it actually happened. But he. That almost made it, it seem worthy. Yeah, I know. 
Uh, CNN mentioned him 239 times in 24 hours. 239 times. What happened there? By the time that right there, when you first hear that amount, mm -hmm. you think, oh, and then it keeps going. Yeah. Oh. Uh, see, that's what happened. Our, our, producer, our producer said, oh, that's can't all we could take. Yeah, can't take it. <laughs> All right. Right now, you can get your 72-hour kit from My Patriot Supply, and the nice. food comes in these uh, containers, and it's delicious. What's great about this is you just add water to reconstitute these meals, and then you've got a meal. Instead of, you know, having a bucket of rice, a bucket of beans, a bucket of wheat, and then having the bull weevils get big, into it, big and then it's ruined. Pancake sauce, or the pancake mix, or the pancake mix. Oh, that was a good idea. Then. Yeah. Pancake mix is good. That's not bad. Yeah, and then you just heat that up. However, I don't know that pancake mix lasts. lasts? I, don't, I believe that it does not. This lasts for 25 years. And you can get a three-day supply. Years. 25 years, three-day supply for $10. That includes shipping. So have you done this yet? I have. If, okay, call 800-274-3040. Uh, call them right now. Again, it's... A three-day supply. You can order up to these, uh, up to four of these per day, as Jeffy has found out, probably every day since this began. Uh, call them right now. My Patriot Supply. It's not just food. It's freedom. Are you tired of commuting to a job that makes someone else rich? Working harder than ever, but getting nowhere? With our opportunities, you can start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss, work from home, and live a happier life. Go to freedom350.com right now and change your life today. That's freedom, the number, 350.com, and start earning money as soon as next week. You be the boss. Go to freedom350.com. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. It's Pat and Stu with Jeffy today. Uh, Ross story report published on Friday led with the headline: Oregon bakers weren't fined over the cake; they were punished for sharing lesbian couples' home address. Uh, is that true? No, no, it is not. It's absolutely <laughs> not true. It's been widely reported. Aaron and Melissa Klein, who owned the Sweet Cakes Sweet cake. Bakery by Melissa, Sweet Cakes by Melissa is what it was called. Uh, we're fined $135,000 in compensatory damages for emotional. I mean, we've talked about this. Right. They had a list of 90 different pr uh, problems that stemmed from this. Right. It was, <laughs> I mean, it was, uh, it was almost unbelievable. It was ridiculous. And so after they declined to make the cake, of course, that's when they were uh, charged and fined. Nowhere in the official order does it say that publishing the complaints, complainant's uh, address led to damages. In fact, the document makes it patently clear that the judgment was imposed as a result of the refusal with the Oregon Bureau of Labor and Industries Communications Director, Charlie Burr, telling the blaze in a statement over the weekend, denial of service was indeed what led to the $135,000 sum. It was the whole thing. So they're trying to, they're, they're trying to make, uh, they, they can't make the case that Aaron and Melissa are bad people, that they're haters, that they're bigots that they denied these people service for any other reason than religious because they didn't well, and when they came in for other services they received them so it's pretty tough to make the case that these are bad people 
who just wanted to hurt this lesbian couple. So they couldn't make that case with the truth, and so they start lying. Well, they published their address, and that's why they were fined 135000 Yeah, except no. No. It's that's funny how they, can't, they have to start up the lies, too, because, I mean, really, they already won. I mean, yeah. Sweet Cakes by Melissa already lost. Well, they're out of business. Yeah, I mean, it's over. Yeah. So why, I mean, it just doesn't make much sense that the people who were against them now want to lie about it, too. Well, it, it, they're really trying to destroy these people because these people are standing up. They're taking a stand for themselves and for their rights and for the for the U.S. Constitution. We, we had a little discussion about the Supreme Court uh, decision in church yesterday, and it's surprising to me how many people don't understand what's really happening here. They really? just don't get it, in my humble opinion, or not so humble opinion. Uh, but, Example? <laughs> well, they just, they are, it's fine. We just have to be loving. I, I understand all that. I get the love. I understand this is not about hate. This is not about, you know, attacking anybody for their sexual orientation. We have to separate the people from the movement. And the movement seems to be pretty concerted in that they're trying to take religious liberty away from us. You betcha. And Debbie Wasserman Schultz, who is the head of the Democrat National Committee, and... Uh, that is a lovely person, oh, just by the way, speaking of love. Wonderful person in high standing love. in the Douche Hall of Fame. <laughs> so you've got her, and you've got America's first uh, U.S. senator who is uh, a vowed homosexual. Uh, both of them are saying now that religious freedom doesn't extend uh, much past the church building itself. doesn't really extend beyond the building where you go and you worship. So when we said that that would happen, mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. that that would be a continuation of what the road we were on, yeah. and we were called crazy. No, 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 no. And I mean, we're not two weeks away from that ruling, and they're already saying it. They're already, well, I think today marks two weeks, doesn't it? And, and they're saying it, they said it last week, so... It's it's happened quickly. That's never enough. There won't be enough till there's quickly. no more churches. Yeah, I know. And then, and then what? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. either. I'm, I and, really don't. You know, people are looking to Canada and saying, "Well, it didn't happen there." Well, yes, it has. I mean, they've had yeah. they've had scattered instances where people have been charged with uh, hate crimes for uh, reciting scriptures from the Old Testament. Um, but the other thing is the momentum here is so much stronger than the momentum was oh. in Canada. I mean, this thing has gone from zero to 600 in about a year. And it, it just keeps going down that path. So I, I think the agenda is not just to get Aaron and Melissa to bake a gay cake. Uh, I think it is to, to really make a statement that they don't have any right to refuse anything that we want them to do. And that's just not true. It's just not true. We can, on uh, religious grounds, we can conscientiously object. If you've got a thing of conscience, conscience and faith, then that's totally legitimate. And you, you look at uh, you look at Muhammad Ali, who conscientiously objected right. to the war in Vietnam. Now, initially, he was he was put in jail, mm -hmm. uh, and he had to serve what was it, two or three years. He served for a he while. He served some time. And yes, then he, he finally got released, and then he appealed it, and he wanted his name cleared, and he won that decision eventually. He, you know, he should not have been imprisoned for that. Right. But they didn't believe him because he was a new Muslim, 
and it was a new conscientious objection. So, you know, uh, that was a tough one. But you do have the right to object. You have to, right? I mean, those. I realize that times have changed. I got it. We're in the the zero to six hundred is there, but. Really, I'd like to know, I was trying to think about this this weekend, when it actually happened, because it happened slowly, and then it happened fast. The days of, you know what, uh, no shoes, no shirt, no service, get out of my store. And mm-hmm. there is no way that somebody could do that now. No way. You come into a store, you are going to be served no matter what, whether that guy likes you or not. And you can take them to court. It doesn't matter if you're any kind of religious, any kind of choice. It doesn't matter. So those days are gone. Oh, yeah. Gone. They have to be, right? Yes. And it's sad. It's sad. You, it used to be it's sad. that you'd hang a uh, little sign that said, we, ref- we reserve the right to refuse anybody's service. You're out. Get out. Well, you can't do that now. I mean, how could you? And, I, and you'd want, you know, I... Okay. Yeah. You don't, all right, if you don't, if you don't want to serve me, I'll, I'll go, go somewhere there. else. I don't want to be here anyway. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's just that's not the case anymore. So no, it is not. it's a brave new world. And uh, the Kleins are, I, I guess, they're sort of the test case for this. We're, we're all going to be watching and seeing if they can weather the storm and what happens to them. And so far, Aaron, and he told us last week on, on radio, that he fully intends not to cave into this. He fully intends Good. not to pay the $135,000, even though they actually have it, because a lot of money raised, was raised for them. Nice I, think, I think 348000 has been raised nice. to help them out, which is great. But that cuts into the three forty-eight. you know, fairly, it's almost half, and uh, they shouldn't have any of it. Right. They shouldn't have any of it. It's just, it's, a, it's madness. So he has no intention... Of paying this, and so now they've threatened him with a lien on his house. And I mean, if we don't stand up, if we don't stand together, man, we are all going to lose our rights and be pretty alone in the end. That's for sure. Triple eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. More patents too with Jeffy uh, coming up. Or eight twenty eight Mercury One dot org. Love right togetherness. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Pat and Stu with uh, Jeffy today. Stu's filling in for Glenn on his uh, TV show tonight, so uh, he's he's too good for this show this week. Got that to look forward okay. to, anyway, I guess. Yep. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. So they did, okay, Trump lost his home on NBC for the Miss U.S. I didn't realize it's coming up this soon, did you? No, I, I, I didn't realize. I had no but idea. I usually, you know, keep track of the Miss well, USA schedule. I think we all do, right? Yeah, I got so tied up with this whole presidential thing. Usually you got the Miss USA another. tree up. Yes. You know, you put it up. You've yes. decorated the house. You're ready. You get the year? crown on the top, and I just... It just sneaked just, up on us. I it was right it there. sneaked right on up on us. And so uh, this is amazing because I didn't realize how close to the event NBC dropped it. Right. 
So they had to scramble to find a new home, and they did, and it was on Reels. Don't pretend Reels. like Reels. It was on Reels. Reels oh, Network. One of my go-to networks. Uh, playing stupid like he doesn't know what it, Reels is. It is. I think it is my go-to network. Okay. Um, That's what I'm saying. For the Miss USA pageant and all the other really good shows. The that programming are on. that are on Reels. Tell me your favorite show other than Miss USA. Well, I don't Reels. have one now. No, you don't have one now. Say, I, yeah. I don't even want to. <laughs> okay. I don't even want to try to right. knock no, down the to. pedestal of Miss USA. No, that's a good. That's a good point. Uh, so anyway, it was on last night, I guess, and uh, you know, not that I wasn't glued to the television screen because I think we all were for the Miss USA pageant. But this is kind of cool. Um, Miss Texas, uh, Il Liana. Is it Y-L-I-A-N-N-A? -N -N -A? So yes. I guess it's Liana. Liana Guerra. So she's Hispanic. Almost sounds, Almost sounds Hispanic, right? Liana Guerra huh. uh, was asked one of those dumb questions that I don't know why they do this. <laughs> Is it, I guess just to embarrass the girls. Yes, to try to catch them in some kind of big this is thing. So it's a uh, All the time. beauty pageant. I don't need to know facts and figures. It's a beauty pageant. So, but we want you to but we want you to say pretend that you think while you're in that bathing suit. Exactly. So she was asked whether the government should quote impose boundaries on salaries of executives. Uh, what shut up. No. So but that was the big question about CEOs in the United States because they make too much money. Her questioner pointed out that CEOs earn around 300 times as much as the average worker salary. Well, so what? Okay. What does that mean? What does that mean? That means that they're in a more important position, perhaps. That means maybe they've, uh, they've gotten more schooling. They've accomplished more in their lives. I mean, please, you're going to compare a CEO of ExxonMobil or Apple to an average worker who has no skills and maybe didn't even graduate from high school? It, you know, of course they make more. It's ridiculous. Anyway, here's her surprising answer. Miss Texas responded, if you work hard enough, you can attain anything. This is the land of opportunity, and CEOs, I believe they work hard enough for their money, so I believe they should be able to attain whatever it is they're working for. I'm surprised she Thank you, Miss Texas. I'm surprised. I'll give her some applause, but I'm surprised that they didn't give her the... Eh, 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 eh. Yeah, cut her too. off, cut her off. I am, too, because... Uh, no, we're, we're out of time. That's, eh, not a, eh. that's really not an acceptable no, answer. No, it is anymore. not. It's really not. You're so, so, I mean, she goes after that. Which was great, and it is not an acceptable answer by any means for these people. No. And Then so, they asked her another question. Well, that was her. So they asked her the other question. Which is, uh, when asked, she was asked whether a woman should become, or what woman should become the first female to appear on the $10 bill. Uh, Gara said, all of the people currently on U.S. bills are presidents, and because of that... Uh, there are a few presidential candidates on both sides, and we should just wait and see. Yeah, they're all men. Yeah. They're all men. Which, right. okay, so if had she not given the other answer, we'd have let this off the hook. But now we don't, we, we, so we hate her for this answer. This. You're right. Yeah. Oh, oh my wait gosh. a second. They're not all presidents. They're not all presidents. What about Alexander Hamilton? She's an idiot. What about Ben Franklin? Uh, uh, uh. Moron! Moron! <laughs> and, of course, all the people who are doing this would be called racists because she's Hispanic right. if it weren't for her other answer. Right. So now it's perfectly fine to attack her. <laughs> it's, 
It's a crazy country and it's, a crazy world, right? Which now. I thought was, you know, actually, it's a pretty good answer. It's a decent answer. I, I mean, mean, of course, you're going to forget. I mean, they're all considered dead presidents. You forget about Alexander Hamilton and Ben Franklin on the. Okay, so, they're, so what? They're not presidents, they're founding fathers, and they're right. people that were important to the country. I Big got, deal. Okay, yes. stop it. And by the way, what woman should ever be on the $10 bill? None. No woman should be on the $10 bill. Okay? All right. <laughs> That's the correct answer. And we all know it. <laughs> I would have loved to have, I would love that. have Miss Texas Would that be say, great? I think we all know that. I think we all know there should not be women on $10 bills. Okay, can we just I stop that madness? I believe women should be subservient to men. And... <laughs> There should be no woman on any. You don't even have to go that far. You just say, there should never be a woman on a $10 bill. Next question. Next question. (laughs) Just have the guts to be bold enough to say it. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, man. All right. 888-727-BECK. I might actually subscribe to Reels. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? On Reels, that would be my new network. You better believe it. I'd be looking it up on YouTube to watch the whole darn pageant today. Uh, upset by a Confederate and Nazi items for sale at a flea market, a shopper at a flea market actually called 911 to get the police involved. Which has got to be illegal in itself, right? I would think so. You can't make bogus calls like Come that on. to 911. Don't you get in trouble for that? I, I, I thought so. I did too. Turns out a shopper noticed Confederate and Nazi merchandise for sale at a table. You know, it's just some table with a guy... Selling Confederacy stuff and Nazi memorabilia. Uh, is that something really to vomit over? Horrific. That's, that's what she said. She was, she was uh, shaking and almost vomiting. <laughs> In fact, it was a man. He was shaking and almost vomiting. Oh, my gosh. That's pathetic. That is. I thought okay. it was a woman. I thought it was a woman, too. Uh, there, that showed a really bad assumption on our part. Police were dispatched to the scene. <laughs> And confirmed the items were for sale. Yes, it did. But the man who complained, okay, he is Jewish, was told that nothing could be done since it was on private property. And why? It's also not illegal. Okay, you can't arrest somebody for selling something legally. Why would uh, this? Ridiculous. It it is ridiculous. The man who uh, made the complaint wanted to remain anonymous over fear of local backlash and said that he was shaking and almost vomiting, and then he had to run. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Now, here's the one legitimate excuse for this. The man says that uh, his grandmother had numbers, referring to the fact that she was apparently in a concentration camp and had the uh, okay. Nazi tattoo of, of numbers. Okay, so... But, okay, you are deeply invested. Is this the first time that you've seen I know. Nazi memorabilia somewhere? I know. It's ridiculous. I mean, even if it's something deeply personal like that, look away. Don't go to the table. Go to another table once you see the paraphernalia. What? You don't call 911 and have them arrest a guy who's not doing anything criminal. I'm, I'd be interested to see how this guy's sales was going because there was a report on local radio here in Dallas from a guy at one of the flea markets uh, here that can't keep them in stock. Yeah, that's what he sales said. Sales are through the roof. Oh, he did say yeah, that? He did say that. that. I believe that for sure. The guy who tried, who saw it and it got so uh, offended, apparently the, the person selling it said, yeah, well, this stuff is selling so fast I can't even keep it right. around. Right, there you go. Yeah. And, and, and I think they're and you know all that's true. They're all you know that's that true. I know. Um, by the However, way, 
thousands rallied to support the Confederate flag in uh, Florida. And this was in Ocala, right? Ocala. Ocala. Uh, thousands of people r- rallied in central Florida in support of flying the Confederate flag. Police estimated 2,000 vehicles, mostly motorcycles and trucks, with the, uh, with the Confederate flag, took part in the event. It was being held to back a decision by Marion County in that area of central Florida to return the Confederate flag to a display outside its government complex. <laughs> now, again, I will say I am not a fan of the Confederacy. I'm not a fan of the flag that represents the Confederacy. You know, take away all the hate and whatever else people say it's a symbol of. Slavery, hatred, racism. It's a symbol for another nation. I don't know why in America you want to fly it. I don't Look, get it. they wore shirts that said heritage, not hate, Pat. Okay? Oh, okay. Then okay. That yeah, I understand it now. Okay, heritage, it's not hate. Defending Southern traditions. Okay? What Southern tradition? Of being a different country? Is that your tradition that you're so proud of? Why do you not love America? Especially Florida. Well, they, they do love America, but they... Then what uh, is this? Then what is this? It's a symbol of a different country. <laughs> I don't or know. a wannabe. You know, a wannabe a different country. Well, they were for, for yeah. four years. They actually were a different country with their own constitution, which, by the way mandated slavery, so don't give me the states' rights stuff. We've talked about that a million times. It wasn't about states' rights, because if it was, then you would allow the states that joined your confederacy to choose whether or not to have slavery, not to have to have slavery. But you had to be a slave state to be part of the confederacy. So... But the T-shirt said heritage, (laughs) not hate. Oh, that's right. Okay, now you've convinced me. Okay, now that you said it the second time, now I get it. But you have to kind of like the spirit of these people who are saying, you know what? Well, that's the whole Screw thing. Screw you. That's, I'm not going to do that it. That is the whole thing. You do have to kind of like that. I'm telling you, my prediction is going to come true. We are going to see. We've got uh, here in Dallas, Fort Worth, they had this weekend, they had one of the Confederate statues uh, painted with all Defaced. kinds of stuff on it. Yeah. And we are going to see soon that they are going to. Remember how we saw the Sodom? Statues come down, and you yeah. see the statues come down in Wouldn't surprise in me the to Ukraine and in Russia. We're going to see that here, man. It, yeah, it's, it's going to be a sad day when that happens. Uh, Lindsey Graham was talking about digging up Confederate soldiers. Yeah. Now cities, I, I wasn't sure if he was being sarcastic. Should we dig them up? Cities are actually or, considered talking I know. about it. I know it. I know it. I mean, are you kidding me? You can't dig up Confederate soldiers. Come on now. I mean, is that not a step too far? Uh, perhaps. Oh, and who's going to take them? I don't. I mean, really. Now, now not, I know that's. I'm not I being know. really funny, but I am being. I mean, well, if you okay, dig so up the we soldiers, dig them up. What are you going to do with them? Yeah, where are they going? Yeah, I don't know. Are we going to throw them all in a pile and burn them? Maybe they go to that city in Brazil that was created by the Confederacy in uh, 1865. Maybe that's where we send them. <laughs> I don't know. What I mean, is it think... called? It's called. Uh, uh, conf- I have to look that up. Uh, <laughs> they would take them, that's for sure. Uh, that's crazy. I mean, I, I don't know. Also, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. There was uh, also this, uh, as long as we're talking about uh, racism, we're going to get into this M- MTV thing, this uh, new show yeah. that they have called White People. We'll tell you about that coming up on Pat and Stu with Jeffy. 
Triple eight seven two seven back. It's Pat and Stu and Jeffy's here uh, filling in for Stu today. Uh, MTV has put together a documentary, and I, I'm guessing Good. I'm going to love this thing. It's called White People. I can't wait to see it. White People. It's called White, White people. people. Can you imagine a documentary called Black People? Oh yes, I can. Can you? I can't imagine that. Yes, you can. That's the only place you'll ever see it. Is in yeah. my imagination. Right. That's right. It would not happen. Uh, a documentary called Brown People or Red People. Good golly, the Redskins are battling for their, for their name, the name. For, that they've had for 80 years. And, and what we can do documentaries called White People, highlighting the perceived struggle of white people in America as they explore their racial identity. This, of course, is all about white privilege. And they're trying to make white people, of course, feel guilty or guiltier than, than white people already feel. And uh, I think we should feel pretty guilty. Cause I think we should, too. How many people have you personally enslaved? For me, it's been n none. I can't answer that question. Yeah, okay. Not on television. <laughs> Here's a look at MTV's white people. So we're doing a film for MTV on what it means to be young and white. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Many white people feel uncomfortable talking about their race. Say the wrong thing, then suddenly you are a racist. Oh, that's true. Try to be careful here. I don't want to offend people. I feel like you guys are attacking me now. If I bring up any sort of race issue with my parents, they immediately assume that I'm demonizing them. Give me a hug, give me a hug, give me a hug. How might your life be different if you weren't white? When you say white, you what does that race? mean to you? We've never had to internalize what white people have done in America, but oh here, you can't escape that. Feels like I'm being discriminated against. You kind white of privilege. get this feeling that things belong to you. I'm getting what? uncomfortable. It's, it's uncomfortable. Hey, this is great. Let's get all uncomfortable together. You get this feeling that things belong to you? I have n only the things no. that do belong to me have I felt that way about. Yes. What are you talking about? Yeah. I remember once I had the feeling that something belonged to me and it didn't, and the police reminded me that it, I was wrong. Yes. That was very, it was a very yes. good day in my life. They'll correct you quite they quickly did. on that. They did. Yeah. If you they feel did. like, hey, I felt like that Maserati belonged to me, and so <laughs> yeah. got in it and uh, started it up because somebody left the keys in it. Uh, I mean, the person that wanted me to have it left the keys in it. Right. I took it. Yeah. yeah. You'd be reminded pretty quickly yeah. that it doesn't I remember belong to as a little kid. Uh, taking some candy, mm -hmm. or thinking I was going to take some candy from the store because mm -hmm. of my white privilege. Right. And I was reminded by, uh, I'll never forget his name, Mr. Reedlinger at Reedlinger's Corner Store. Oh. Uh, he was quick to remind me that. That didn't belong to you? It doesn't belong to you because you didn't <laughs> pay me for it, fat boy. Okay? Okay. <laughs> and uh, so I learned about white privilege. Did you privilege say, but wait, a long time Mr. Ago. Reedlinger, what about white privilege? That's mine. Yeah. 
I did. Yeah, and I did. it didn't work out well? No, he said, get your white privileged butt out of here, yeah. fat kid. <laughs> it does look like that documentary, though, is going to explore both sides of it. A little bit. I hope it does. I got the impression that maybe they're going to look at, at how we're made to feel guilty when maybe we shouldn't. Uh, but then the white privilege thing, they'll also look at that as well, I guess. As long as it's balanced, I don't really have a problem with it. No, I, I don't either. And it might you know? be actually and that didn't be look worth that watching. Bad. No, it didn't. That didn't piss me <laughs> off as like, much as I, I thought it was it going to. It might be to. worth a watch. Yeah, it might be. Uh, also, um, from oh, Lebanon to Ethiopia to the Ukraine, you've got a bunch of U.S. immigrants that explain why they're happy. Uh, they left the countries they were born and moved here. This is uh, something called Immigrant American Pride. Know that if my parents never, never left Ukraine, I would literally be milking a goat right now in their backyard. <laughs> <laughs> or in one of my magazines. I think the biggest thing is, I mean, American dream. It sounds very cliche, but it's valid in the point that you work very hard and you get rewarded. The American culture is from everywhere else, and that, and that you know you can be whatever you are, but you come here and you're American, and that's and that's what matters. People Boy. from completely different backgrounds come here and they all have pride in this one place. You have an opportunity to create your own story and so I'm able to tell the story to other people. I remember when we first moved here and we went to the grocery store and there was just an entire aisle of cereal. It was like insane. I mean, I hadn't even like seen cereal before. Like, mm. to us it was like a big deal when you got milk deliveries once a week. People really value life quality in here. You leave work, you leave work behind you and then you enjoy life with your family. I think that's very important. I think there's just so much more hope here, you know, just like in the attitudes and, and what people believe in. Holy cow! And you can believe that as long as you're not white. <laughs> yes. Because if you believe that being white, you have white privilege. Yeah, yeah. A lot of those people weren't white, however. No, they were not. They weren't white. That's why they get to believe That's it. That's why they can believe it. And they came here from a different place, which really drives home how precious this country I mean, is. I know that we've talked about it off the air, uh, that we have both talked to people from other, like these people, yeah. that we just watched in that video, from other countries who just love being in the United States and mm -hmm. really are sad with the direction that it's going. Yeah. Because it is not going in the direction that's a good. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, but it's it, what a great reminder that is. Boy, I, that, no kidding. That's, a, uh, that's something I would love to see. And it's called uh, Immigrant American Pride. And these guys, these immigrants have come from Lebanon, Ethiopia, Ukraine, obviously Peru. And... Those are the kinds of immigrants that you absolutely love because they appreciate what they get when they come here. Oh, my gosh. Think about the, the one girl. I would, I would literally be milking a goat now. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> come on. That's awesome. <laughs> that is absolutely awesome. True. Oh, you know it is. That's probably true. You know it is. Plus, you'd be probably fighting some Russian soldier right now. And how pissed are we when we go, oh, we only had one gallon of milk left in the store. Thank God I got there in time. <laughs> Uh, never? I don't think that ever No, happened. never. Triple H, 727, back. More Pat and Scoot coming up.
Hello. Triple eight seven two seven back. It's Pat Stu with Jeffy today. Uh, let's uh, start out the hour with Neil, who is uh, calling in from Arizona about this uh, Confederate memorabilia thing. Uh, Neil, hi. You're on Pat and Stu. Yeah, I wore a uniform in '67. It was a 15-year-old kid's Confederate uniform. A guy's grandfather that really did fight in the Civil War. I wasn't a Confederate. I'm not a racist. I ended up being in a position where I knew people that had tattoos that collected Nazi stuff. They said they won. The idea is my dad fought in the Chinese as an OSS against the Japanese. I had to teach my Japanese why that we won. We, uh, I became a Republican because I was uh, asked to make bombs by the weathermen, and I said, no, I'm going to be Martin Luther King Republican. We won. We protected people by arming them after the Civil War, the black guys that, and women that had to defend themselves against the Democrat uh, KKK. We had Margaret Sanger. We're trying to win against that. Let's dig her body up and, and show that we are still fighting for truth, justice, and the American way. We won these things against corruption and bigotry. We're still fighting it. We've got to keep reminding people we won. Uh, exa- yeah, yes. Um, it's interesting. I, I'm not. So you are saying then essentially that w- you favor the Confederate flag being sold and, and Confederate uh, uniforms being Confederate worn? Confederate flag or- could be sold. It reminds people what was going on, but you have to teach the history behind it. Yeah. You don't teach the history that they were all slave owners, but you have to teach that the truth is that their constitution was a pro-slavery. Right. The leaders were bigots. We have to yes. teach the truth about they were. that. Yeah, I, 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 exactly right. Appreciate the call. Thanks it's a lot, like Neil. It's something that was a Nazi dagger or Nazi flag. Uh-huh. I had a Jewish guy that collected stuff, and he said, we won. <clears> That's why I collected. That's interesting. Appreciate the call. Look what it, Neil was trying to say is we won. We won. Yeah. Uh, and, and it is important to teach that history. And I, I like the fact that he threw in the Margaret Sanger thing, because you yeah. talk about a racist and a person who was OK with, uh, for instance, genocide. <laughs> it's Margaret Sanger, whose goal it was to eliminate black people and minorities of all kinds. Uh, and that's why she wanted to uh, uh, abort children. Huh. Um, I, Margaret Sanger. I, Margaret Sanger, yeah, the, the founder of Planned Parenthood. Margaret okay. Sanger, that Margaret Sanger? Hmm. Yeah. And when yeah. asked about it, Hillary Clinton was like, well, because she's a big Margaret Sanger fan. And she was asked about that. Hey, how do you support Margaret Sanger when she stood for, uh, let's say, uh, killing minorities? <laughs> she said, well, Thomas Jefferson owned slaves, and, uh, but I like him still, too. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> You're going to compare Margaret Sanger to Thomas Jefferson? I think not. No. Stop it. No. Uh, madness. 888 back. Also, um, this is kind of an interesting story. According to the smoking gun, police have arrested a 58-year-old woman for bat- battering her female domestic partner. Yeah. So this is all a lesbian relationship, a same-sex relationship. Thank you. And love is love. Thank you. Okay. But uh, she battered her with a, um, I don't device. even know, a, a love device. device. A love device. A love device. <laughs> a device that is used by... A love device. It's a love device. And you can... 
You mm -hmm. can purchase those love devices on one of my sites. <laughs> I'm sure you can. Yes, you can. However, I just go down to the ads on the bottom right to. corner, and we'll right. ship them right out to you. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> love didn't apparently win in this particular case. No, it didn't. They were <clears> a little <throat> upset. Florida, it's in yeah. Clearwater. It's a nice place. Is it? Yeah, it's Clearwater. Clearwater. Nice. I mean, it's a, it's a bad place to fall out of love. She uh, battered her domestic partner during a fight in the couple's residence. The confrontation happened Saturday night. Uh, the cop was present to oversee the removal, the removal of yeah. the personal belongings from the house, a move apparently prompted by one of them filing the prior day for civil domestic violence injunction. <laughs> After so the, the cop shows up, I'll be here. You guys get, get out of here. Get your stuff and get out of here. After the women, women tussled over possession of a dress, uh, the cop directed one of them not to touch the other. I'm down. However, shortly afterward, the defendant intentionally shoved a the, the love device. device the, the love, love device. device. Well, what happens when you're moving things? You find right. things you're not sure of. You're hey, like, look, it's a yours? love is device. Mine? Is it my <laughs> DVD? Is it your DVD? Is this my love device? Mm -hmm. Is it yours? Mm -hmm. We both used it. We both enjoyed it. Whose is it? Right. And then she apparently beat her with it uh, somewhat, and and then uh, the cop took it from her, and it's now been seized as evidence. Yeah. Yeah, so that love device is no longer being used for a love device. Oh, boy. Okay. Very sad. It's very sad. Very sad. Switching gears ever so slightly to the Pope. Um, <laughs> there, I mean, the Pope... Is himself a love device? Of, yes. Not uh, yes. a different kind. His speeches can blend biblical fury with apocalyptic doom. And he, uh, Pope Francis, does not just criticize the excesses of... Uh, uh, he doesn't just dislike cap, um, communism, which he spoke about right. and against recently. I think just last week. Well, he also took on global capitalism. Of course he did. He compares them to the dung of the devil... Global capitalism. The dung of the devil. Uh, I'm not quite sure what to make of this guy. I... Yeah, I mean... I mean, either. he's the Pope. I want to like him. Uh, you want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. You want to. You do. To. That's what I'm saying. Yes. You yes. want to like the Pope. I do want he's the to. Pope. Uh, he does not simply argue that systemic greed for money is a bad thing. He calls it... A subtle dictatorship that condemns and enslaves men and women. Wow. Are you kidding me? Capitalism? Capitalism is what has saved hundreds of millions, let's say billions of people on this planet. Well, having returned to his native Latin America, he's renewed his left-leaning critiques on the inequalities of capitalism just, I, describing I, it as an underlying cause of global injustice and a prime cause say it with me for uh, climate change. climate change i didn't say it quite with you <laughs> that's okay a little bit you after where i was at yeah you know where he was at oh, that is unreal <laughs> unreal that's really bad. bad i mean it's it's the underlying cause of global injustice no no it is not socialism Okay, communism. I, can, no, I can go with you there. Global, global capitalism. capitalism. It, global capitalism has saved the lives of literally hundreds of millions, if not billions, of people. And I got news for you, uh, Frank, that uh, global capitalism has put a lot of money in the coffers That's for, for sure. the Catholic Church oh around the globe.
Oh, it's yeah. a nice little chain you're wearing around your neck that wasn't put there by a communist. <laughs> I mean, maybe sure. it was. I could be wrong. I that, doubt that it. particular cross and chain could have been put there by a communist. So I, I, I apologize. I, it could be. I really don't understand why he continually attacks capitalism. I, uh, he does say bad things about communism from time to time as well. He doesn't. We liked him when he wouldn't take the the hammer and sickle cross. Right. You know, he, no, we're not doing any of that. We right. All, we were all behind him on that. That was good. But it seems, you know, he doesn't like communism. He really doesn't like capitalism. Seems to put him somewhere in between, like maybe, I don't know, socialism. Huh. Isn't that kind of where it yeah. seems to end up? And I, I mean, I don't know. He has defined the economic challenge of this era as the failure of global capitalism to create fairness, equity, and dignified livelihoods for the poor. Yep. A social and religious agenda that coincides with the resurgence of the leftist thinking marginalized in the days of John Paul II. Uh, his increasingly sharp critique comes as much as humanity has never been so wealthy or well-fed. Thank you. It's pointed out in the article. That's pretty amazing. Yet, uh, rising inequality and repeated financial crises have unsettled voters, policymakers, economists. Many Catholics and Catholic scholars would argue that Francis is merely continuing a line of Catholic social teaching that has existed for more than a century uh, mm. and was embraced even by two conservative predecessors. I don't think... I don't think so. I don't think John Paul II embraced... No, maybe we should all care for each other or something like that, but yeah. he, this Pope, uh, Francis... Sorry, I didn't mean to disrespect him by calling him Frank... Um, he grew up and was a part of the socialist countries. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was right. He didn't want to have anything special. He was the he was the priest and the bishop that took the bus and and stayed in the little house. And he moved out of the of the the main pope house. Right, right. Yeah, he's he living did. in the guest house. Yeah. I think, and then I, and the, when you say he's living in the guest house, I'm guessing it's fairly nice. It could be wrong. Yeah. I'm guessing it's not. The janitor's shack. He actually did reject the 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 uh, official Pope apartment or whatever it right. is. You know, and I, I would suspect I've never been to the Vatican, but I would suspect it's very nice. It's probably okay. Even if I'd been to the Vatican, I doubt I would have been invited to invite you into, into the, the Pope's residence, into the living area. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why don't you come up for uh, come on up? You know, a spot We're, of tea, uh, or maybe I can get you a soda. We we'll have a cigar. We'll talk a little. <laughs> Let's sit down and talk a little. All right. You know that has not happened, but I huh. would guess it's a very nice place. Yeah. So he eschewed that, and he said, "No, I'm going to live more simply." And so, uh, to his credit, he's done that to be one of the people. Yes. You know, um, but to attack capitalism, I don't, I really don't understand I, I don't it. Now, I don't get it. We've heard, you, though, that he is attacking capitalism because he doesn't understand it, right? It's yeah, the socialist he, capitalism that he's yeah, been yeah. apart and he's seen the, the bad side of what, sure. it, what it is. And, so and he it's doesn't understand it. However, you know, he's a grown man. He's, what, 75 years old. He's been around he a little. He has seen the fruits of yeah. capitalism in America. He has seen the fruits of capitalism when it's practiced in a fairly decent way. He has seen the fruits worldwide where, as this article said, never has humanity been so wealthy or well-fed. Huh. You know, yes, there's still some poor. Yes, there's inequality. We're not all going to turn out equal in, uh, in economic circumstances. What about climate change? How come you're not mentioning that? Huh? That's what global capitalism has caused. Okay? Climate change. It's nonsense, and I don't even 
<laughs> agree that climate change is a thing. Oh, so the, the Pope is that wrong. We have control over. Yes, I think the Pope is wrong. I think he is about sure. There's more food than ever on Earth. <clears throat> yeah. So, <laughs> so, so I think that's there's a good more thing. people on Earth you know? than ever. Yeah. So, so yeah. that proves my point even more. Yeah. That capitalism works because <laughs> if it didn't, we'd have a lot of dead people right now. <laughs> a lot of okay. dead people. Whatever denier. <laughs> uh, it's it's frustrating. It's Very really frustrating. frustrating. I, you know, we asked this question before. I don't know how Catholics feel about this, but maybe they just accept it or, you know, and, and move on with their lives and say, okay, well, it's his opinion. I have mine. I understand capitalism. Yeah, it's, if it's not about a doctrine, then I, I don't care. But uh, All right, when he tells me about the, what's happening, what I'm supposed to do in the Bible, okay, we're good. Yeah. I'll listen to him. This, ah, we don't worry about it. Right. But you know that it's trickling down. Uh, from the bishops to the priests. Sure. It's funny how that happens. It's the way the whole church hierarchy works. Yeah. And so you, you do get, like this says, down. you get a lot of that social justice stuff huh. through, through, the, through the church. Huh. So, yeah. It's funny how that happens. Yeah, it's funny how that happens. Huh. More Pat and Stu with Jeffy uh, coming up in just a few minutes here. Seven two seven Beckett's Pat and Stu with Jeffy today. Uh, there's a new presidential poll, and I think this is the most legitimate so far that I've seen in a while. It's a Monmouth University poll. Oh. Monmouth University does yeah. my favorite polls. Aside, aside, aside from Stu Facebook page, uh huh. That's this is this is the poll because it shows Ted Cruz in a better position than any of the other ones. <laughs> Uh, it looks like, uh, so Republican voters nationwide uh, voted on this. Bobby Jindal has apparently made no headway since he entered the well, race. He's gone nowhere, right? I mean, he came in and then nowhere. It was, uh, it's been all Trump. And I'm kind of surprised. Well, I'm not surprised because of the Trump thing. Because yeah. when people look into Bobby Jindal, I think they're going to like him. But he's made no, I mean, he hasn't, uh, we haven't seen where he's. Right. He hasn't gone he's out nowhere. and spoken anywhere, anywhere. Or if he has, it hasn't been covered. No, yeah. Because, again, Donald Trump sucking all the oxygen right out of the race. Uh, but Chris Christie may have actually lost ground since his announcement. So when asked who they support for the GOP nomination, Jeb Bush still leads the pack with 15%. That... Followed by, yes, Donald Trump at 13. Yeah. But third is Ted Cruz at 9 so, I mean, for what it's worth, that was the, he's that third was, overall. That was the Twitter poll. mentions, too, that I mentioned on radio today. It was Trump with, you know, 1.8 million, and then Jeb Bush with 300 and some thousand, and then Ted Cruz. Oh, really? So it was it, it, Twitter mentions. So, yeah. I mean, Jeb and Donald are racking one and two. And so Ted's still hanging in there. I can't believe that mm. Jeb is that high. I know. Uh, it's... That, 
That's, that's got to be name recognition. But at least Ted Cruz shows up in this, and he shows up well. He's at yes. 9%, he's, so he's third. Uh, then Scott Walker at 7%, who just announced today. Oh, Rand Paul, though. Mike Huckabee, followed by Marco Rubio. Wow. Ben Carson. What? Rand Paul. Wow. Jeez. The rest of the field. I thought uh, Rand Paul was making some headway. He's been making some news, too. And the rest of field has the field has no more than 2%. Rick Perry at 2 Chris Christie, 2 yeah. Jindal Sane, Santorum. And then Carly Fiorina at 1 Kasich at 1 Lindsey Graham and George Pataki, less than half a percentage yeah. point each. <laughs> it's just amazing. Yeah. I mean, Why would out. you bother? Get, get, out. Out. get out. Get out. Uh, what? You know, you're going to waste all that time, all that money, and and then what? Get up to 1%? Maybe. Maybe? Uh, it's pathetic. Meanwhile, uh, Bill Cosby's wife. We talked about this a little bit on the radio show. Yeah, we did. I, this is inexplicable to me. I, I don't understand this kind of a relationship. Really? Yeah, I don't. Uh, apparently, you do. I, you got a better handle on this? Maybe you should talk, speak to well, the Camille I'm Cosby just, situation. Look, mm-hmm. She's been married to the man. Right. For how many years? 51. Now? 50, 51 years. Mm-hmm. So this has been going on for 30, <laughs> Probably 51 40 years. years. Yeah, I, I would imagine yeah. the whole time. So at some point, she <laughs> made the decision to hang with it. I don't want to know. Either yeah. I don't want to know, and when you come home to me, it, you're with me, and we don't talk about it. Right? So that you know, Bill's on the road 364 days a year, mm-hmm. but that one day that he's home, yeah. it's just her, just her. Right? And so, I know, it's a relationship that I would love to be in. (laughs) Just joking. (laughs) But, uh, so she made that deal, right? So, or she's complicit and just knew and went along with it. Yeah, it sounds like she's known uh, for some time anyway. Uh, She just doesn't believe, though, that Bill, uh, that, that he drugged them against their will. So, in other words, if they were drugged, she believes that they agreed to be drugged, which I don't, I don't know why you would do that. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and drug me, and then when I don't know what you're doing, uh, go ahead and have sex with me. Uh, really? Oh. That uh, doesn't even make sense. Is there a woman alive who would agree to that? Yeah, go ahead and, and dope me up with quaaludes, and then have your way with me, and I don't mind. <laughs> Come on. Come on, Camille, please. She still doesn't believe that Bill provided drugs and had sex with women without their consent. She's well aware of his cheating, See? but she doesn't believe her husband is a rapist. Uh, she's a proud, dignified, but stubborn woman. You can say that she's standing by her husband, but really, the more people stand against him, the more she perceives it as an affront to her and all that she's done to make him a star. See, that's what I mean. She's sold the, wow. she's sold the soul. For the Bill Cosby yeah, wife or the gravy lifestyle. Train. Yep. Mm. I mean, it people like are just... It, it? it sounds like she's agreed to this. Absolutely. Okay, you go ahead and do your thing. I'm going to live in this... I don't want to know. Yeah, and I, I'm going to live this I don't want to know. And now it's... Uh, you know, she really doesn't think there was any reason for Bill to be a rapist. You know? She, well, there doesn't seem to be. According to his friends, of whom we've heard quite a bit, you know, he's a well-known womanizer. And women flocked to him willingly. So you would think, okay, why does he need to do that? Although he admitted to doing it. Right. So I I don't know how you get around it. Well, he admitted in the one case to three halves of Benadryl. Yeah. And he admitted. Three halves of Benadryl. 
He admitted to uh, trying to obtain drugs with the intent of giving them to right. women to have sex and with. And then he admitted to actually getting, purchasing, and, and the three halves of Benadryl, which, you know, obviously I said then and I say now, that means that he had like 10 quaaludes in his pocket and that's what he used. Yeah. So there's no way yeah. you admit to three halves of Benadryl without it. Come on. There's not a drug user, abuser in America that does that. No, it's probably true. Uh, people are jumping ship, uh, according to uh, uh, to the wife. Yeah, according to the the wife. Yeah, she's pissed. In an apparent reference to Jill Scott, who now says she's sorry for her staunch support of Cosby, and comedian Jimmy Walker, who we we played his words last week. Another one-time defender who now calls him the O.J. Simpson of comedy. Not <laughs> exactly close. flattering, but that's... He is pretty, that's pretty close, man. Yeah. He, he is a, a great fall from grace. Yeah. And we were talking about that um, last week, about the O.J. Simpson fall from grace. I mean, who's, who's the, who are the others that have fallen from grace? Uh, this far? And fast. Yeah. Uh, who is Jill Scott? Is, is she... Uh, been in one know. of the. Don't pretend you don't know who Jill I, Scott is. I'm unaware of Jill Scott, Jill's, but I'm I'm looking. It's Jill Scott. Up she's Jill, the, Scott Jill Scott. Now, she's the, she's the. I think she was on the Cosby Show. Is that what? Could, because if she was a staunch defender of Cosby, she must know him pretty well. Uh, she's a singer, actress, model. Uh, she, she maybe See? didn't appear in the Cosby show. <laughs> I don't think she did. <laughs> it doesn't look like she did. But she was born in Philadelphia. That's Bill's neck of the woods. So yeah. I'm sure they knew each other for a long She's, time. Yeah. It looks like uh, her 2000 debut, Who is Jill Scott? Words and something. Okay, so she's a singer mostly, apparently. And for some reason, she was a staunch defender who is no longer a staunch defender of Cosby. Prosecutors in L.A. and Las Vegas reportedly are taking a closer look at Cosby's oh. nearly 50 now, 50 alleged sexual assaults on women dating back 50 years. So that's only one per year when you when you break it right. down that way. Thank I you. mean, uh, you're starting, you know, you're trying to make him sound bad. That's quite frankly, a I'm a little pissed that it was just women. <laughs> Why are you that really? He was I think I'm going to I think I, you know what? Bill Cosby attacked me. I believe that he, he drugged me and had his way with me. And you I, do? I think I, you do I, believe that? I, Are you I, coming I, out now? I'm coming out now. Is that a repressed memory that's just coming back to you as we talk about this story? That is weird. Wow. You okay? I mean, I'm just I'm flooded right. with memories now. Yeah. Just bits and pieces, mm -hmm. flashes of uh, the hotel room. Are you are you starting to see lawyers' phone numbers, too, that I, you might be calling? I mean, it's, I, I don't know if, we can, <laughs> if it's still available to me, but I might have to do something about it. <laughs> Did, Come it, on. did it happen on the island of spice? Perhaps. No. Oh, jeez, I shouldn't have. Even... No, that that no. memory okay. isn't repressed. All right. That was okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so advisors last week urged him to sever Come ties on. with virtually everyone and permanently halt any comeback attempt. Uh, it's advisable that you close wow. ranks. That means cut off family, Hollywood family, friends, Hollywood friends, according to the, uh, wow. his business partner. The wife is still there. And the wife is hanging with him, Camille still by still his there. side. Wow. That is interesting. That sure is. Well, she that loves him. So is her haircut, by the way. Her, she loves him. Her buzz cut is interesting as well. Well, She, she hasn't had cancer, has she? Because, you know, that would be... Yeah. Now you're making fun of the lady no, with I'm cancer? No, absolutely not. I'm <laughs> you just, just wondering. Did. No, I, I just wondered if she'd had cancer, and that's why 
She's got the crew cut. I don't know. I think she's just trying to be like Bill, but I don't know that. <laughs> I really don't. She's also apparently, a, I didn't know this until I looked it up today, she's a, uh, been a television producer, so I think she's had a role in his uh, career and oh, uh, sure. has maybe participated and, you know, probably helped him get to where he is today, so she doesn't want that to go away. And, you know, she may have said, hey, she looks good, huh? Maybe. It's possible. Triple eight seven two seven. I doubt it. Triple eight seven two seven. Back more patents too. Uh, All right, now I got to see if the wife had cancer. Or did she just like that? You know, really it's a good look. Stuff. It's a good look. It's a darn. Good I would look. give anything to shave her head again. I'd just shave her head. Go ahead. Come in tomorrow. Shave her head. Okay. Otherwise, I would. Uh, something very near and dear to Jeffy's heart, uh, Mexican drug cartels, because obviously, oh, chocolate, baby. yeah, I mean, this is, this is right up your alley. This is uh, a lot of how you conduct business. I mean, I, I was happy to hear that the man is free again. <laughs> uh, Joaquin El Chapo Guzman has done what Mexican authorities promised would never happen again. Yes, they did. After his recapture last year, he escaped again from a maximum huh. security prison. Amazing. Now, tell me about how uh, the like he tunneled out of it. Yeah. Well, when you think right? when you think we just had the escape in New York, the two guys Sweat yeah, right. and Mag or whatever the heck their names were. Right. And they had uh, you know dug a hole in the wall and they were scrounging on pipes and stuff. He goes into the shower and one picture had the tub on some kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Some kind of thing just pops up, and it digs down, and the tunnel is like five and a half feet. It's a, I mean, it's a tunnel you can walk in. It's, it's seventy or eighty centimeters okay, so wide. So you go into the prison shower, and the tub picks up. The tub lifts up. You let it ladder down, and then so, so somebody took the tub up, had it on some sort of spring or yes. whatever, and then tunneled under the tub, under, and under the prison, and didn't the didn't the tunnel have electricity? I don't know about that. I, I know I heard you say electricity, but I never saw, I never read about the electricity. Okay. It's possible. But, uh, I thought uh, I heard. But then it goes a mile. Say it had electricity, but a mile. And it goes a mile up onto a, some, a new house or building that was, was not occupied. How does that happen? Seriously. El Chapo, baby. How does that happen? He's the man. So he obviously had someone tunnel from that house <laughs> underground Amazing. for a mile. Amazing. Till they got to underneath the tub at the prison? <laughs> that is unbelievable. Right. And then apparently there was a motorcycle waiting and off he goes. That's wow. <laughs> off he goes. So if he, they're saying that if he gets back into the mountains, and I don't know, we'll see what, what this story here in front of us says about the El Chapo story, because manhunt began immediately late Saturday uh, for the most powerful uh, Sonola cartel. International Reach believed to control most of the major crossing points for oh, drugs. Oh, yeah. He's Sonoa, not uh, the Gulf cartel, right? Those are the two yes. major Gulf car uh, the cartels in Mexico. Yeah. One is Sonoa, and one is the Gulf cartel. Right. He's the Sonoa kingpin. Now... I read years ago, 
probably in the uh, you know 2007 eight range that these drug cartels typically make about a billion dollars a month. Think of that. So if anybody can afford to have a team of people build a tunnel, build a, a tunnel for long. a mile. <laughs> to tunnel you out of prison, it'd be him. Yeah. It'd be him. I mean, I, my favorite story was uh, they talked about how he would uh, get tired of, well, they talked about if he gets back into the mountains where he is from in the small area, they'll never get him. Because uh, there's probably no true. way that they'll never get him. But they talked about how he would come down out of the mountains because he wanted, he loved fine food and fine dining. And it would seem to me that you make that much money, you'd be able to have it brought to you. But oh, anyway, are you but he wanted me? to go, to, he wanted to make, you know, become a big shot yeah. and go into town. Yeah. So he would send in his thugs, his, his gunmen, his protectors to go into the restaurants and they would ask people politely to give up their phones. I'm sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that eight guns you have pointed at my head? Here, Here. take my phone. <laughs> and so they would take everyone's phone, and then he would come in and eat. And when he left, they would, they would promise the people that they would get the phones back. Mm. And whether you believe them or not, you still get, would give them the phone uh, with the eight guns pointed at your head. But at the end of the night, they would give you the cell phones back, and they would pay for everybody. You he know, would just foot the bill. Is that how they caught him the second, he the first foot time? The bill. I think it was, he kept coming down. It was some hotel bus or something. I can't remember how that, I can't remember. Well, they caught him the, sec, the first time, and they put him back in prison. And then uh, Mexican Attorney General Jesus Mario Caram uh, told AP that, uh, that sending Guzman to the United States would save Mexico a lot of money, but said Mexico would prosecute him at home as a matter of national sovereignty. Then they said, well, okay, but what if he escapes again from your Mexican prison? Here's what he said. That risk does not exist. <laughs> well, I mean, well, he was last seen again. about 9 p.m. Saturday in the shower area. Yeah. And according to the Security Commission, which I'm sure is, has nothing to do with him, and they're all on the up and up. Oh, of course. Uh, they said uh, after time, he went to the shower and he was lost by the security camera surveillance network. And mm. we thought, where the heck is he? And we went to his cell and it was empty. Huh. He was gone. So he wasn't in the shower. He wasn't in his cell. Huh. huh. He was you know, already well on his way home by then. <laughs> <laughs> And this guy has a virtual army. Oh, man. I mean, yes. Between the Gulf and the Sanoa cartels, uh, they probably have almost as, as many soldiers as the Mexican army does. I mean, I'm really kind of surprised that, well, I mean, he obviously wants to be out of prison, but he could probably live like a king Comfortably in, in prison. prison. Sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And just still be the king. Who's going to mess with him? Nobody. No one? Nobody. Uh, that's amazing. Um, you think they'll get him again? Um, they are, well, obviously they will say yes, but they were saying, the one story I read uh, last night was if he gets back into the home mountains where he's from, they'll never, never get, get him. him. It'd be interesting to see if they catch but him they again, cocky. If, they, if people insist that he be housed in the United States, in a prison here, in one of our maximum security yeah, prisons. A little tougher to tunnel into and out of, a I little would bit. Yeah, the max, the max prisons are... Uh, it's a little difficult to yeah, get out of. Our federal prisons, I, I don't think anybody's ever escaped from them, if I'm not mistaken. Not the max. We, we, no, the maximum security no. prison? We should look that up. Uh, also, uh, 888-727-BECK. I, I like some of these mental floss stories because they're just, they're frankly fun, and they're not filled with, uh, you know, people getting beaten and abused <laughs> by um, sexual toys. Uh, 
or <laughs> drug kingpins. Although escaping. they could be. Although they, they could be, but this one happens to be a little more lighthearted. If you weren't around or you just have chosen to forget, here's a few me media snapshots of the beanie baby fe oh, fever that gripped the nation a while I, ago. When did this, like 1990s sometimes? Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, I remember... I don't remember the big hysteria. I don't so either. I have forgotten. I mean, I, 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 mean, I knew they were a thing, but yeah. I didn't know they were this big. I mean, I know my grandpa really wanted a lot of them when I was a little kid. Your grandpa really? Them. Yeah. Because I'm not old right. enough to remember. No, the of course not. Cor not in the 90s. I mean, oh my gosh, I was <laughs> newly Way born. Way too far back for you. <laughs> Apparently, number one, uh, that the a, a problem with the fever that gripped the nation was it could lead to a life of crime. Oh boy. I had one customer who told me her car was broken into because she had a retired beanie. She had a retired beanie baby oh. on the dashboard. The thieves didn't touch the radio, no way, or anything else in the car. They just took the beanie baby. Why? She was in 1997, she had the one that they didn't make anymore. Think about it. <laughs> think about it. I mean, think about I it. I might break the window for that too. As a courtroom spectacle, a divorced couple who couldn't agree on how to split up their beanie baby collection were ordered by a judge Friday to divide up the babies one by one in a courtroom. Maple the bear was the first oh, to go. No. I don't agree with the judge's decision to do this. It's <laughs> ridiculous and embarrassing, according to Francis Mountain. But this, that happened in uh, November 6th, 1999, when they divided it up in court. Uh, number That's three. unbelievable. Yeah, it's, is that crazy? I didn't Come know on. any of this was going on. Uh, the beanie as a car dealership trade-in. Ooh. Kelly Flagg, 14, began collecting Beanie Babies as toys when they were introduced in 93. She buys duplicates to trade, some of which are now uh, valuable enough to barter for big ticket items. She intends to sell the collection, her Beanie Baby collection, to buy a Corvette. Oh, that would be kind of stupid. In 1997, according uh, to the New York Times. Well, then we have the uh, financial advisors. If you can afford to do this... Simply putting away five or ten of each and every new Beanie Baby in super mint condition, it isn't a bad idea. You can have the Beanie Baby Handbook. 1998. Wow. I, uh, I don't. I, I don't remember this at all. Anybody remember Beanie Baby hysteria like this? I mean, really. I, I, guess, some, I guess some of our people do. I, wow, I don't remember it being this big. Uh, no child is safe. In a way, it was a good thing the weather was so-so for the first ever Beanie Baby swaps and sale held uh, Thursday, June 27, 1997 at Jacobs Ugh. Beach by the town's park and rec department. Uh, Six-year-old daughter was injured in the mad rush for the popular toys. Someone in a big hurry to get the Beanie Baby sale crashed into the little girl as she and her mother were walking to the tent, leaving the youngster with a bloody leg. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not funny. That's, that's horrible. Get out of the funny, way. But come on. That is crazy. What was the other dolls that were, uh, uh, they used to fight over in the stores? Yeah, the Cabbage, cabbage patch. patch dolls. Now, that, that course, I, re I remember. I do remember that. And I remember uh, fight, you know, seeing and hearing of fights <laughs> from uh, people in stores with those. Mm. And they would come in, and it was Christmas time, and you'd have shopping carts, and people would put it in their cart. And damn near hope you have El Chapo guarding it. Yeah. You know, fighting for it for those. Yeah. I don't remember the Beanie Baby stuff, though. Not to that extent. At I mean, this time, I was I remember they were Transformers. Or not Transformers, uh, uh, Power Rangers. In the 90s? Yeah. Were you? Yeah. yeah. Early I'll 90s bet you like were. That. Yeah. Power Rangers. Okay. Hello, the Green Ranger uh -huh. and the White Ranger. Mm -hmm. Can you turn to the right Ranger? Come yeah. on, man. I, it turned, it's morphin' time. 
Zords, man. <laughs> not, no tra not no Power Rangers. Mm -hmm. Now it's Transformers. Yeah, you know Power. Uh, you know Power Rangers because you had a son who might have been that no, age. I, I collect. Uh huh. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents too with Jeffy, the liar, coming up in a second. And every one of those damn Power Rangers. What a stupid oh. show, too. Oh my God. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. That's morphin' time. It's morphin' It's morphin' time. Morphin' time. No, we're not screwing around anymore. This is actual scientific fact, according to Mental Floss. <laughs> the catchiest song list. We have the top 20 catchiest songs ever. Some of them are pretty catchy. Yes. I, here's Some what they did, though. They analyzed the data of 12,000. This is a good-sized survey. 12,000 participants. Of which we were not. One. We were not among them. And on average, it... It took users 2.29 seconds to recognize the number one song, but we're not going to tell Name you. Name that song. Name that song. What do you think it is? What is the catchiest song in the world? We'll tell you in a second, but the full list in reverse order, starting at number 20, uh, nice. it took, took participants only 3.04 seconds to recognize Candle, Candle in, in the Wind. Wind. Great song. Uh, it was the first time around, uh, the 19th. <laughs> The 19th person who died, and Elton re-released it for them, too. He needs a little cash. He's spending money. He needs a ring for the new like, wife, boyfriend. Okay, it was Marilyn Monroe, then it's Princess Di, then it's well, we can't make Steve Buchanan, Di. then it's Bobby Steele, then it's... Margaret Munkenfudge. Are you saying I, Margaret Munkenfudge wasn't worth no, Candle was in awesome. the Wind? She was awesome. Okay. By then I was done with Candle in the Wind. Okay? I get it. You lived your life like a candle in the wind. I get it. I got it. it. <laughs> Never knowing where to turn to when the rain came in. Number 19, Rivers of Babylon by Boney M. <laughs> I hate that song. I do too. Frankly hated that I song. Uh, it was bad in 1977. It's bad today. It's worse today. <laughs> Devil in Disguise by Elvis? That's pretty hard to believe. No. I mean, that's not a catchy song. Baby, one more time. The Britney Spears. Britney Spears. Oh, that's under three seconds. Two, yeah, 2.99. 2. Yeah. Uh, then Karma Chameleon by of Culture course. Club. That's kind of a fun Come song. Come on. I mean, I haven't heard the Culture Club in a long time. Really? 20 years, probably. You don't have that on? I, it's, you know, other than my yeah, own you don't personal collection. You don't collection. have that on your Pandora replay? <laughs> I really don't, no. Really? No, I don't. And what about the new Boy George stuff? Well, all that, yes. Okay. Yeah, I have that, Come of on. course, but not the old culture club. <laughs> Billie Jean by Michael Jackson, very Oh, my song. gosh. Come on. That song was huge. Took people 2.97 seconds on average. That's pretty strange. I would say that, that they would find that song yeah, sooner than that. Yeah, sooner. Yeah. But that was number 15. At number 14, Bachman Turner Overdrive, BTO. BTO. Baby, you ain't seen none no, 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 Saturday yet. night. Good stuff. Good stuff. At number 13, It's Now or Never by Elvis. Oof. Come on. Yeah. Mbop by Hanson, 2.89 seconds. 
It's a good song. It is. And I was just thinking about Hanson. Bob by Hanson was their first release. And, you know, one of them was like 12. They were so big. Uh, one of them was 14 and one was 15, I think, when they first yeah. started. And so they did this really bubblegummy. Catchy kind of thing. Catchy. It was huge. The stuff they did after was really pretty darn good. And they're talented kids. Yeah, they they wrote and sang and played their own music. a great handsome story. I, I wanted to tell it the other day as on uh, the uh, staff TV show. Yeah. With uh, a, a story about Glenn Beck that nobody nobody knows. <coughs> really? It's a great, yeah. And it was Hanson related? <laughs> it's Hanson related. It's a great story. Is I'll tell you someday. On Hanson the air, and I'll Amber related? No. No? Okay. That's a different story. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing it. That's right. really good. Uh, at number 11, Poker Face by Lady Gaga. I don't know it. Do you know Poker Face? Oh! Yeah, yeah. Oh! Okay. All right, I, sure. Me and Gaga are sure, like this. Like that. Come on. Uh, number 10. Here's the top 10. I Don't Want to Miss a Thing by Aerosmith. Great song. Yeah. I, I love that song. 2.84 seconds. Uh, the Human League, Don't You oh, Want come Me. come on. Great song. That's a great song. Something I absolutely hate. I've hated it from the first really? time I heard it. I hate it oh, today. Oh, man. I hated it come on. all in between. Whitney Houston. I Will Always Love You. Oh. And I will always love you. Oh. Whitney, is that you? Atrocious. Yeah, it was really close, right? <laughs> and number seven. Beat It by Michael Jackson. Another, I mean, that Another whole classic, album was yeah. amazing. Pretty Woman by Roy Orbison I've never liked, but it is catchy. Uh, SOS by ABBA. I think oh, they've got catchy, catchier they songs do. than that. ABBA does, sure they do. Yeah. Uh, 2.73 seconds. Then another Lady Gaga, Just Dance. I just don't know her music. Are, are you familiar? Oh, I just no, got done yeah, telling course, you. Me and Gaga are right. like this. I forgot about that. Uh, number three, Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. That is a catchy song. And every time I hear that... That is that does come up on Pandora once in a while, and I can't get it out of my head. After and that. the problem with that stupid song is, is that now I can, barely you can listen to the whole. I can't even hardly make it through the whole thing when I hear it. And all you think of is Rocky. Yes, I mean that's a, yeah. that's why. I, yeah, I have the tiger. Okay, I know, and it's it's too dated now. To me, it's really dated because yeah, of that. it is. Yeah, uh, and number two, one of the worst songs imaginable. <laughs> I mean, by Lou Bega? Yeah. Mambo number five. 2.48 seconds? So bad. Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> and the number one catchiest Come song in. in the world. Come in. And number, number one. With 2.29 seconds to recognize on average. Wannabe. By well, the Spice Girls. <laughs> Spice Girls Wannabe. That's the one where they. Uh, I'm trying if to you think say how so. that goes. Um, if you say so. It's. What I really, really want. Oh, yeah. What do you want? Tell me what you really, really, really want. want. I really, really want. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, yeah. That's dated now, too. I, I mean, know. think of that. That that was out in, what, 97? 98? Yeah, I guess. Long, I mean, it's it been a while. It feels Hanson like it's too, 1973 yeah. or Hanson something. Hanson was, what, 2000? 2001, Maybe a little maybe? before that. 98. Yeah. I mean, it was in the late 90s. Yeah. For sure. And all that stuff. Hanson, just totally gone and totally unhip. And it doesn't matter what they do. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. How they sound. It doesn't matter what they look like. It doesn't matter that they changed their name. It doesn't matter. It's done. <laughs> Same with the, you know, it's kind of like the Osmond phenomenon. 
And when the Osmonds kind of went away, I mean, they really, really went away. Went away, and there was no coming back. And we don't ever want to hear from you again. Oh, they're still at Branson, though, right? They still got the big they, gig. Yes, in Branson, you can right? go to Branson, yeah. and the Hansons probably could go to Branson. They probably set up their own gig <laughs> at Branson. They could probably go to Branson, buy a hotel, and carve out, you know, a little, little some kind of, of living there. They probably could, actually. That's they probably, probably not could. a bad idea. Somebody ought to contact them about that. <laughs> <laughs> Vegas or Branson? And not even Branson. <laughs> not Branson. They're not you big enough no, for Vegas. We're not, doing, no. we're, not setting, we're not carving out anything in Vegas. Is uh, Mariah Carey show doing well? Have you heard? I have in not the, heard. In Vegas? I, she probably is doing okay. I mean, she did a lot of promo for it. Yeah. Um, she looks okay. She's coming. she in. had gained a couple of uh, Yeah, but you know, like it's not like 200 or so. Two, maybe 250. Uh, 250, You couldn't tell these. No, you couldn't. Uh, no. She the, carried it well. The flowing dresses on stage, you couldn't tell. <laughs> the mama cast dress. Yeah. No, you couldn't yeah, tell. Yeah, you couldn't tell. <laughs> couldn't tell. <laughs>